Masters of None. You're listening to Ian the Shark on the station with more hair, more flair. Yep, so debonair. KPPX, Rebel Radio. Oh, 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 oh. Brought to you by SimplySyndicated.com, home of the world's finest podcasts, and by Gunoxen.com, stuff for guys. Hello, you're on the air. <gasps> Did I win? You sure did. It's certainly been a great summer for you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, just a second, there's a, there's a rocket coming in here. A what? A, a rocket? Wait, what about my mom? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Masters of None. My name is Mike, and with me, sitting to my left, is Art. What's yeah. up, Art? Hey, Mike. What's happening? Nothing much, man. We're both donning our jerseys. I love it. Yes. I'm, I'm wearing my Irish jersey from uh, from Ed, and Art's wearing his 49ers jersey, which is awesome. Yes, thank you. Because yeah, it is draft night here, and on the line, over Skype, because he couldn't be here with us tonight, Jay's on I'm the also, line. I'm also to your left, just 112 miles to your left. Yeah, you're my extreme left, as they call it. Yes, Nice. So Jay's on the line. What's up, Jay? Yeah, not much, man. Just insane work week, and uh, I just paid two white men to do yard work for me, which was really weird. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's like an like uh, was... it's like a it's like a white <laughs> rhino. That's like finding a <laughs> it's like an endangered species. Yeah, really, really weird. Weird <laughs> feeling to stand on my deck and be like, yeah, just dig up those concrete footings. <laughs> yeah, get them all. Get As I this. speak to you in full sentences and not broken English. <laughs> Yeah. So we uh, we are here tonight, and we are drinking. We have to point this out real quick. Last week we were at the uh, Blue Point Cask Ales Festival, and it was a phenomenal time. Great time. Uh, I we we were so busy actually. I didn't get to drink nearly as much beer as I wanted to, but no. it was a fantastic time anyway, man. Thanks no. to Pete, and Mark, who run Blue Point, and Kurt from Els Potter, and Joe from the brewery, and the hockey team, and everybody there was freaking fantastic to Blue us. Blue Point hockey. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> Oh, so fucking sweet, man. So it's a lot of fun. Can't wait to go back to the next thing. I also did not get to drink as much beer as I'd like to. You know who did, though? My girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And Cold Dimes. And Cold Dimes. Dimes. Cold Dimes made the trip out from Boston, hung out with us, one of our our chat room regulars. He was our lucky listener. He (laughs) was. Oh, color 15 right now. We want a free trip to the Blue Black Cast Gals Festival, everybody. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think they drank, uh, the two of them drank enough for all of us. Yes. Because we were, we were kind of working and busy. But they, they left us with some great parting gifts, Blue Point did. And we are partaking in some of them right now. And we're all t- partaking in the same type, Blue Point Hoptical Illusion. Illusion. Yes. And it is gorgeous. Jay, explain this beer because you're, you're very good at that. It's uh, an IPA, an India Pale Ale, as they call it, and uh, gets uh, I think it's won a few awards. 6.8% alcohol by volume. It's got a nice uh, hoppy taste to it, and it's a strong, strong IPA. Yes, definitely. And we strongly suggest that if you know Blue Point's not in your area, definitely demand that it is. We've been promoting them for weeks now, and with very good reason, because they have very good beer. So. Yes. And the label looks like uh, like if the Grateful Dead were the stars of National Treasure. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good call. <laughs> Is that Nicolas yeah. Cage? Oh, it's a moon. Oh no, it's Jerry Garcia. <laughs> but we'll we'll link up the label on uh, mastersofnunshow.com, which is our new website, by the way, which we launched. Yeah, our new portal. Our new portal, we should call it. Yes. yes. Our own little fancy page that's got links to all our crap on it, and uh, we're gonna be linking up all our friends' pages and anything new going on. We're gonna post right there, and uh, it's just we just have more control over it than we do uh, on the Simply Syndicated page. So we're a big deal. Uh, yeah. Yep. We Congra- are a big deal. Congrats to Art and Jay on that because I really did minimal work on that shit. <laughs> Minimal meaning zero. zero. <laughs> we all do what we can. I had other stuff going on. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. This episode, we are welcoming Art to the fold and having him talk about... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Before you go there, we have to announce the winner of our uh, oh, yes. iTunes ratings and reviews contest. We do have to announce that. Go ahead. You uh, uh, posted that earlier today to us. We had like a month-long contest. What country could get us the most new ratings and reviews on iTunes? Uh-huh. And, uh, there were about four or five in the running that actually got us some new ones. It was the uh, United States, Canada, Australia, Ireland, and United Kingdom were the big five. And I gotta say, uh, second place was the United States, and first place by a landslide, the United Kingdom people. There you go. Nice job, UK. UK. So, you guys, what you need to do now is you like, o- UK. You're okay. You are okay. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> okay. What you guys need to do now? We're gonna start a thread. It's mastersofnunshow.com. Click on the forum. Right. I'll take you to our simply syndicated board, and you need to log on there and vote. For your topic, because we're going to do a show exclusive to you Brits and Scots over there. Right. Nobody else will be allowed to have it. It will not go on the RSS feed. Nope. And uh, you're going to get a show just for you, but you got to tell us the topic. So log on to the forum and let us know what you want to hear. Does this mean that we have to like get dressed up in all English attire? And... No, that's going to be if we lose the World Cup bet. Oh. Versus oh. USA. Sweet. So, so that's a done have... deal then. We're definitely going to be dressing up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Be like we spotted a goal and a half, I think. <laughs> okay, so today we are uh, welcoming Art to the fold finally because he is uh, no longer part of the radio brethren, <laughs> at least in, at least in a career sense. <laughs> and we are introducing him as we continue with how radio really works, part three. Dun, dun, oh, dun. It's a trilogy. It is yes. a trilogy. All thing, all great things come in trilogies, right, Art? Yes, sir. <laughs> and we're going to have a special guest, too, as well, coming yes. up in just a few minutes. We're going to talk to Chris Hardwick, who is the host of the Nerdist podcast. Go to Nerdist.com. He's also, I like how I plugged the podcast before his TV show that he hosts. <laughs> it's more important but, uh, to us. Yeah. Web Soup is uh, his TV show on the G4 network. And uh, he writes for Wired Magazine. He does stand-up. He's got Hard and Firm, which is like a musical comedy thing. Dude does everything, man. So so we're going to be talking to him in a little bit. And uh, definitely check out their podcast. It's quite awesome. Yep. So first of all, Art, we wanted to ask you, uh, you know, obviously you weren't part of the first two, but you did get to listen to the first two. So from what you heard, what kind of stuck out to you and what was like one of the things where you're just like, I wish I could comment on that and I couldn't. Uh, Every fucking thing you guys (laughs) talked about was just brilliant. I'm just like, oh, I got a story. Oh, I got a story. Oh, man. (laughs) Obviously, in our podcast, I'm the one that talks the least. So it's almost like I was there, but I wasn't. So it's fine. But I was just kind of like we dubbed in, you yeah, in in spirit, just like ha 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 ha. Bruce Mart laughs in the background, yeah, like speed race. Ha ha ha. That fucking guy. Two for Tuesday. Ha ha ha. No, but no, you guys hit on everything, and there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. And Jay, you kind of helped me out. I remember weird, wacky DJ names. Rusty Fender, a guy who does the traffic for one of the uh, competing radio stations in our neck of the woods. Rusty Fender. I mean, come on, fucking real. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Rusty Fender. 
Yeah, the names they give are just fantastic. Oh, shit. It's just, they think they're clever, but, you know. And then, like, Alicia Cruz for the traffic in the big New York market. Ooh. It's like, oh, God. It's not like, okay, like, if you're in, like, market 190, you're rusty Fender because you can't afford a good car. And then, like, you're in market number one. It's like, Alicia Cruz, I drive a Mercedes. You know, it's like, fuck that. Like you're a rusty Fender in market 120 because your program director said so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you had no say in the fucking matter. You want to be on the radio? Then your name's Rusty Fender. Yes, sir. You know who I blame? I blame Storm Fields, the fucking weatherman for one TV, because he started all of this bullshit. I blame that motherfucker. Storm Fields. <laughs> I'm Storm Fields. What's your weather? Yeah, are you? What your name? Yeah. What's your name? Barry. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, I just always wanted to be on those two shows. It was just great. You guys did it really well, and I'm just like, now it's my turn. So, giddy up. you got some ammo in your pocket. Oh uh, yes, yes. They're gonna be art. Yes. Yeah. What are the topics that we've hit? So, if people want to go back and check out how radio really worked, one and two. Tell them what we've already touched upon, Mike. Some of the things we touched on already: the DJ names, obviously, which we just talked about. The prep services, morning prep services, pretty much a turnkey atmosphere where the morning DJ can basically walk in three minutes before a show and have everything out in front of them and just have nothing prepared and no work goes into it. Not just any DJ. I think a lot of people can use prep services now, right? Oh yeah. Podcasts. <laughs> Dude, podcastprepservice.com. Oh, we go. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> Podcast prep service. Wow. For the, for the ultra lazy. Because <laughs> we know what we're doing. We do know what we're doing. Yeah. It's for, for people who literally sit in a closet all day. Do nothing. They don't get out of bed. No TV, no internet, nothing. How lazy do you have to be <laughs> to have a prep service for your podcast? Because literally, we pick topics out of the sky and are like, you know what? We can fucking bullshit about this for 35 minutes. Let's do it. Some topics we can. Some topics we can. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, speaking of, by the time you hear this, (laughs) season one of Masters of None may or may not be available. (laughs) Uh, So check mastersofnoneshow.com. I'm sure uh, there'll be a big fat graphic that says, buy our shit. Yeah. But yeah, if if it's not available yet, it will be very, very soon. Okay, what else did we talk about? We talked about remotes, you know, promotional remotes and stuff, and just kind of some of the wacky things that go along with that. I have a feeling you have a lot to add to that as well, <laughs> stuff that we didn't talk about. Um, items we've given away. Yeah, promotional materials, things that we've given away, the hand sanitizer. And <laughs> and you did happen to mention that the following week, though. You did, you did say, hey, guess who has hand sanitizer? That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, and the other, you know, the other big thing that was just fun was, um, some of the tricks, some of the things that DJs do on air, you know, people do to kind of, uh, heighten that fourth wall, shout outs to people that don't exist, requests to people that don't exist, just certain things like that. And I got a couple more bricks for that fourth wall to be hidden. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bothers the hell out of me. So those were like the main things. I mean, I can't, I don't know what else, if there was anything else that stuck out in your mind. No, I mean, I think you just nailed it. Yeah, it's about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right now, I see our bat phone is ringing to get our, our guest on the line right here. No, 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 no. On the line with us, we're uh, proud to have Chris Hardwick, who is the host of the Web Soup Show on G4 TV Network, also the uh, new Nerdist podcast. And uh, you can check out all of Chris's stuff, his stand-up, his, uh, he writes for Wired, he does musical comedy, voiceover, everything else. Juggles. And, uh, juggles. <laughs> well, well for me. That I'm not proud of. <laughs> Uh, all of it's at Nerdist.com. How you doing, Chris? Welcome to uh, the Masters of None show. Oh, good. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. 
No problem, man. What's the big thing for you right now? I know the uh, TV show is probably slightly bigger than the podcast, but which one's more <laughs> fun for you right now? You know, they're just fun in different ways. I mean, on, on WebSoup, I, you know, I pretty much get to do whatever I want, but within reason. But on the Nerdist podcast, I get to do whatever I want in, in and out of reason. So it's, it's <laughs> mine. It was, I actually started the podcast as a reaction to a show that I had been working on that I thought was going to, you know, basically get picked up and, it would have been one of those, oh, this is going to greatly improve the quality of your life and career. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then at the last minute, it didn't get picked up, and I, and I got so mad that I was like, that's it. I'm just going to start a podcast. No one can touch it. It's mine. <laughs> and so that was it was really a, it was really an angry reaction, <laughs> and and it turned out to be super fun. Actually, so, 95% of all podcasts are made out of anger. They're, yeah, they started by revenge, <laughs> as a matter of fact. I would say 95 is a conservative estimate. <laughs> <laughs> and ju- just so you know, I mean, I, I know I've listened to a bunch of your podcasts this week. You marked a couple of them off as not safe for work. This, this entire podcast is not safe for work, so feel free to let it fly. Yeah. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah, because, I, I mean, you know, if you can't drop F-bombs, that's really just a part of our vernacular now. Like, Seriously. People get offended by language. Aren't you kind of like, really, FCC? If someone accidentally said shit on the radio and that's worth a $100,000 fine, right. aren't we past that at this yeah. point? Yeah, exactly. And you know they're going to come down. A- and animals are fucking humans on the Internet, really. <laughs> like, why? If someone, if someone says shit, does that really? In farms, apparently. Did you see that? Did you see the bestiality farm that they just closed down, which was ridiculous? Oh, they closed that one? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Why would they say... crack down on those sweet, sexy animals? <laughs> I gotta say, you are—you guys are probably the one show that goes even deeper on random '80s movie references. You know, more more sequels even so than we do, and we have to commend you that. Yes, we're, we're probably the one one group of people who probably catch almost all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all that's the, fantastic! Sorry. The thing doing a podcast is that you know, unlike radio or television, where they where they try to, or it's more actually this applies, I think, more to, to radio, where they 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 kind of try to force you to please everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the podcast is just like the opposite approach where it's like, I don't, I, I, I'm just pleasing myself. And then there are, you know, hopefully people out there that have the same kind of weird nerdy quirks. And then that's who this is for. Right. So it's as niche as possible. That's got to be a relief for you guys. Oh, yeah. You don't have to sit through program director notes and, hey, guys, you know what? Uh, you know, Toyota's a sponsor. So, you know, you can't talk about uh, crapping in their gas tanks or whatever. You can't make Highlander references. <laughs> right, right. The no, other people don't know Highlander. Granted, yeah. people may not know the third or fourth Highlander, but everyone knows Highlander. I actually drive a Highlander too, so it ties in with Toyota. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the movie Highlander. Yeah, both. There you go. It's both. We're talking about the guy that played Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Right on. So, so yep. this is part of our uh, our How Radio Really Works series. We've done two of these that Mike and I did, and uh, kind of you know thrown out all the fun secrets of radio that people have really enjoyed hearing. And now that Art's no longer in radio, we've uh, we've brought Art into the fold so he can release some of his pent up anger. And uh, you you kind of started <laughs> off uh, in radio as well. You were on Caro Q, which is you know the big alternative station in L.A. And then uh, you had a morning show for a little while. So you've you've got to have some some pent up anger and and some fine tales as well. Well, I mean, I. Uh... I actually liked working in radio. I mean, I was never, um, they never really, when I worked at K-Rock, they never really took me off the overnight shift. <laughs> so, 
you know, at, uh, at a certain point, I was like, I, I don't think I can stay up all night anymore. <laughs> but um, I left K-Rock to go to another station. You know, every so often in Los Angeles, what happens is some station tries to take on K-Rock. Yeah. And Indy 103. Indy or uh, mine was Y107, which is now yeah. Super Estrella. Uno zero siete, <laughs> if that kind of gives you an idea. So that was my station. Uh, that was fine. Yeah. Hey, if all else fails, go Spanish. Yep. So they do. <laughs> so it's every song. Exactly. <laughs> Viva reggaeton. <laughs> or you know, in other news, Mexican tuba sales are way up. <laughs> uh, but uh, awesome. <laughs> But I didn't really. I mean, my time at K Rock was so much fun. I, I don't. I don't really. I didn't really have any horror stories. I mean, I had. I had run-ins with bands. Yeah, I heard your. Uh, well, I heard your great uh, Radiohead story. That was awesome. Yeah, the radio. The Radiohead story. Yes. Where where I was supposed to interview Radiohead at one of the uh, acoustic Christmas shows that K Rock put on every year, and Tom York was just in a bad mood, and I, literally all I said to him was, "Hey, I'm Chris," and he was just like, "This interview is over." <laughs> so that was it. Nice. And it's a it's a true testament to their music that I am that Radiohead still my favorite band that Tom York could just openly shit on me like that <laughs> in front of people and I would still listen to them. I loved um Tom Lennon uh, was the guest on that podcast and his take on how that little exchange between you and Tom York was probably exactly like what it is to be on tour and as part of the band <laughs> on the tour bus. <laughs> Right. Uh, really, Tom? Come on, Tom. We all gotta, you know, we all gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, right. Who ate all the marshmallow so. squares? Oh, this bus ride is over. <laughs> this bus ride is over. Tom, we can get more marshmallow squares. Tom, <laughs> you won't come out of the bathroom again. We need some Rice Krispies and marshmallows stat. <laughs> so, what's your, what's your favorite radio secret that you'd like to uh, tell the folks that maybe they're not, they didn't know? One of the little, little radio little secrets? secrets? Yeah. Because, you know, they have the, the morning show prep services and you've got all your fake requests that we've talked about and those those kind of things. Oh, fun. okay. This is a great. This is great. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean by fake requests? This might be what I'm about to tell you. Like, yeah. hey, this one's going out to Mike working hard oh, down oh, at Subway oh, no. and there is no Mike and there <laughs> okay, is no, no Subway. This, this, this is by far the best. This is by far my favorite. I, I was in, I, I, When I worked in radio, I was always instructed that no matter – we did have phone screeners, but, you know – on the overnight shift, there was not a phone screener, and so I answered the phones. And, but what I was told to do is no matter what someone requested, I was supposed to say, yeah, yeah, sure, keep listening. We'll get that on for you. <laughs> so, you know, K-Rock, K-Rock was an alternative station, so even if they – even if, like, someone called and was like, can you guys play Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith? I was, I was supposed to say to them, yeah, 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 we'll try to get that on for you. The thinking being – that people who call into radio stations are such a negligible part of the audience <laughs> because it's a very specific type of person that will go out of their way, especially with, with you know, you have CDs, you have MP3s. Like, you, you pretty much can hear anything you want at any given time. Yeah. So why are, you, why are you going out of your way to call a radio station to, you know, I don't know if it's some kind of a, maybe you, it makes you, helps you feel like you're controlling the machine or something. I don't know. So, so basically... Most of the time you're calling in to request something at a radio station is a pointless venture. <laughs> yep. It's all pre-programmed, kids. Because uh, the, tr- the truth is you might, you're probably – 60% of the people are probably requesting stuff that's going to get played anyway. So, <laughs> you know, you're just ju- – like they can kind of justify it, but the other 40% of the people are just being lied to. So right now there's some fucking guy who still hasn't heard his Aerosmith song <laughs> who's just sitting by a radio. <laughs> you're like – 
They're gonna play it. <laughs> Some guy in his attic. You're my only friend, Nobby. It's like the uncle from One Crazy Summer who's just waiting for the jingle so he can call in for a million dollars. Just waiting. We've been we've been making yeah, one honey, crazy. I've we've been I've making... bought Love in an Elevator for you on a. I, it's not the same. <laughs> you said you worked overnights. I actually also worked overnights at a station in in the middle of State College, Pennsylvania, which was adorable. It was a station that basically I, I'm not sure what the format was. I'm still not sure what the format was to this day, and I don't think they were. So it just pretty much <laughs> had everything from like Moby and like Fields of Gold by Sting to like. POD and Slayer. Like I had no, I had no idea where exactly the format was going. So, um, right. working overnights, you always had, you know, some great callers call in, drunk off their ass, asking for things that just that we didn't have. Or yeah, same thing. Yeah, keep listening. I'll try to get that on for you. Did you ever have the random girl or the random woman? And you always sounded like she was like a forty-five-year-old woman named Blanche that would always call up, uh, drunk off her ass, just say. Hey, you, you got a sexy voice and wanting to talk to you for a good 45 minutes. Yes, I had a woman who was a nursing student at UCLA who used to call in, and all she would tell me every night that she would call in was that she had just gotten out of the tub and she was getting into bed. And that was it. I started calling her the wet nurse. <laughs> and, and that was her whole – That was she just needed someone in the world to know – that she was she was migrating from the tub <laughs> to the bed. Perfect. By, she... by the way, you could still follow her at Wet Nurse on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> She's still she doing turned it. it into a whole thing. <laughs> yep. Did you ever? I thought uh... she was just a crazy person. It turns out she was an she was a branding expert. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever like have her ask you to read Good Night Moon to her? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Never. Never had that. <laughs> Good night, cow jumping over the moon. <laughs> Good night, Aerosmith. <laughs> Good night, foreigner. <laughs> and I, I always want to be like, you know, I'm not your dad, right? <laughs> he might not be coming back at this point. I think he's permanently getting cigarettes. <laughs> you, you so want to say that, but you know that that person represents a thousand, and you can't you can't insult them. Right, they're a book true. holder. It's true. It was actually a very sweet relationship that I ended up having with her. Just, just in terms, like just that. I never met her in person. Has you ever gotten a chance to meet anybody that has called in? Has anybody ever come down to the station late at night and you, you're like, <laughs> oh, you sound a lot different than you look? <laughs> no, you couldn't get into one. our building. The, the, the K Rock building was like on the ninth floor of, a, of an office building, so you couldn't you couldn't just walk in. It's called Major so Market. It, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> our radio station was in a treehouse. <laughs> I wouldn't know much about. <laughs> well, I know I worked. I worked at the uh, at some stations in in L.A. I'll give you a hint. They rhyme with sneer snannel and um <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, same thing. They the, you know fifteenth floor down there in Burbank. And um, what I always loved about their events because I did promotions for them, they consistently had the same mix CDs that went along with like the you know with with different uh, with different formats of the stations. And one of the stations uh -huh. at the time was like disco. At like seven o'clock at night, it would just turn to disco. So <laughs> whenever we did, whenever we did remotes, it just turned into Fire Island or Boys Town. Come, come our remote time, and it was just like, oh, fantastic! I love this. This is just great. <laughs> thanks, even, there. Yeah, all embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> disco <laughs> stew would show up, and they also made me dress up as Santa Claus during a Richard Marx concert. That's <laughs> nice. That's well, it. why not? Sure. <laughs> 
Chris, uh, I definitely enjoy uh, the Nerdist podcast, man. Congratulations, and you're way up top of the uh, the iTunes charts. And I got to say, like everybody, oh, every thanks, man. no problem, man. It's it's awesome and amazing guests on it. You guys should definitely check it out. That's what we aspire uh, to be. Yeah, yeah, you know. But the problem is, every, you know, we've been doing it for like a year and change now, and we're kind of slowly gaining listeners here and there. And then, you know, Chris Hardwick comes out with a podcast, and every comedian we like comes out with a podcast, and all the other comedians we like are doing each other's podcasts. And now I have to listen to more podcasts instead of worry about my own. And everyone's is better than ours. And just <laughs> guess that now we'll never get on our podcast because they're on their friends' podcast. And now I hate all the comedians I used to love because I hear them on every fucking podcast, and I have nothing I would ever ask <laughs> yeah. them if I even got to interview them anymore. So uh, I'm just yes. waiting for all these all these celebrity podcasts to start dying out so we can go ha 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 revenge, which is why we started. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, with these with the podcasting, sort of like like in L.A., what happens occasionally is, you know, an actor will decide that they want to try doing stand-up. <laughs> right. And, you know, I, sometimes I would hear other comedians complain about it. God damn it, some actor's going to come along and do stand-up. And, they're gonna and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Stand-up is in the long haul can be very unrewarding for stretches of time. They're not going to keep doing it. <laughs> Let them try it and get it out of their system. But when you realize that it is ultimately work, you know, and especially with podcasting, like, I mean, I don't make any money from my podcast. It's just a passion project, you know. At a certain point, I might be like, ah, you know, this thing that it's, it's not like I feel like I have to make money from it, but if you get busy with other stuff, and it and this is taking up a considerable chunk of your time, then it just sort of makes you kind of reprioritize. I mean, I'm not I'm not close to to that yet, but you know, I mean, so what you, you can only work for free for so long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what you're saying is you're kind of giving us a game plan to get everybody who's famous who have podcasts just try and get them something to do, give them work, and it'll, it'll yeah, lead back to us. It's a good plan, right? Yes, I like that. Thank <laughs> exactly. You. you gave us a blueprint. I appreciate that. <laughs> It's a blueprint of a giant circle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Something I love about your podcast too is Jonah's obsession with eight bit music cracks me up. I love it. He loves he lo he loves chip rock. Yeah, he loves it. Chip rock. I love that. I never knew that was a fucking genre. <laughs> Chip rock, yeah. I never knew that. That's hysterical. And some of these things, like who's the? Uh, I can't remember the damn. Uh, on, what is it? Anamana Goki. Oh, Anamana Gucci. Anamana Gucci. That's it. Anamana Gucci. I was listening to some of their stuff off their MySpace page. It's like an eight-bit symphony. How do you do that? That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know how they they do it. Two Casios and a uh, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I've never seen them live. I just sort of, we were talking about like what the theme song should be. And of course, Jonah was like, oh, let's make it 8-bit. So I started <laughs> looking around for 8-bit bands and I asked Twitter who they liked. And the overwhelming number of people said Anamanaguchi. And yeah. so we contacted them and they were super cool about it, you know. And they're basically just saying like, hey, can I use your song for nothing? And, um, you know, I, I, I hope that it's driven some people to their music. Yeah, it's... But it, I, I don't know. I just don't know what to do with it. Like, you know how, like, some music are like, oh, this is good dance music, or this is good cleaning my house music. Or, like, what do you actually... Like, I would play bad dudes to this music. You know what I mean? <laughs> bad dudes. The volume off. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I put it on... I'll tell you what, I, I think chip rock is really good for when you're working and you're typing and, you know, you just kind of want to zone out. Yeah. It's a good way to kind of occupy, like, you know, you'll bounce your head a little bit. Especially if you grew up on video games that were oh, yeah. 8-bit. Oh, yeah. It, it's weirdly soothing. <laughs> gotta ask, um, so. of the video games that you can think of, I got one that comes right to mind, but best 8-bit music in a Nintendo game. You got yours? I got mine. How far back does yours go? Mine mine goes back to, like, Atari 2600. Yeah, go ahead. Wow. I kind of like the music on Pitfall. Nice. Pitfall. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was going to say The Adventures of Bayou Billy. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a deep. That's a deep one. That's obscure. Damn. I, I got to go with the old-timey football Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl. Yep, old nice. t- like they they took 8-bit music and made it old-timey sounding and then put it to football for no apparent reason. It was it was Bizarre. football meets vaudeville. <laughs> 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 What's yours, Mike? My favorite's Mega Man. The Mega Man music yeah. is fucking ridiculous. I feel like there's a CD for the Mega Man music. There has to be. Has to <laughs> I'm be. sure there is. Yeah. Right on. Well, good thing we ended it on a funny. So. <laughs> Listen, it's not. That's not important. The important thing is that it's informational. Yep. <laughs> and that you're on oh, the show. Back to people, radio. Can, people can come away with it and go, huh? Hmm. Well, that's, that that's happens. Really, as long as long as people can feel like it's it's a lecture. <laughs> uh, uh, and they're reminded of things that they used to know. Then you know, I think everyone wins, right? <laughs> yeah. I think there's a program director position open for you, Chris, somewhere. <laughs> well, ultimately, do you and hey, I? Hey, listen, the show's really good. Could you uh, make it less funny and uh, do more work? <laughs> Whoa, really? We need, we need two more songs an hour from you too. You need more <laughs> back sound. That gonna be. And uh, because we're playing two more songs an hour, you're talking less, so we're gonna we're gonna pay you less. <laughs> and you gotta do uh, you gotta do on stages every weekend. Oh. <laughs> And take some bumper stickers home with you. <laughs> some yeah. hand, some oh, tell all your friends to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Chris Hardwick, man, uh, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Everybody check out Nerdist.com. Oh, thank you so much. Good luck with the with the podcast venture. I, I, I think it, I think you will do amazing at it because you guys <laughs> do know what you're doing. And that even though podcasting really just feels like, yeah, those guys are just fucking talking. Like there is a skill to it, you yeah. know, and I yeah. think people realize that when they try to do it. So I think you guys are doing a really great job. Thanks, man. Right on, man. And we're gonna send uh, some people your way on Twitter. Uh, you're at, at Nerdist on Twitter, and you're on the Facebook, and uh, of course, check out uh, Web Soup on G4, and uh, we'll uh, link you up, man. Thanks so much. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. So that was uh, Chris Hardwick, man. Very, very cool. Great Glad guy. You could join us. Chris was kind of favorable to, you know, because K-Rock in, in L.A. is like fucking big time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, it's like New York is market one and, and L.A. is market two. So he kind of started off right at the top. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you probably know, doesn't share as many of the uh, awful, awful small market stories that we have. But just talking about, you know, how he said about the overnight DJ and how it kind of got taking its toll and stuff like that. There were a couple of times where I would be doing late promotional events going back to the station and I would see the overnight DJ and he just looked miserable. Like yeah. He looked like <laughs> Michael Douglas and falling down. <laughs> like, you know, he's just like ready to kill somebody. And it was funny. He had no screeners and he'd let me know about it. Am I the only one that f- sees that movie as a comedy falling down? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is too, like phones, let's talk about phone screeners, shall we? There is we go. Ever hit on this? If you're on a talk station or if you're in a major market, you don't even answer your own goddamn phones. Nope. Nope. You have an intern or somebody who answers the freaking phones for you and takes your name and where you're from and then takes what you want to talk about. And then usually some intern peon who has been on the job for a week basically <laughs> decides whether you're interesting enough to get on the air or not. Right. And then if, if not, they'll just hang up on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you constantly have, you know, 19-year-old pimple-faced kids their first week in radio hanging up on like a 50-year-old man who probably, you know, Grew up in like the golden age of radio or whatever, you know. <laughs> listening to the big eight. Yeah, listening to the War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. And then some, you know, nineteen year old kids hanging up on going, You're boring, sir. They like, met they met cousin Brucey at a Stewart's root beer once. <laughs> <laughs> They're at sock hops. <laughs>
Fuck Cousin Brucey. I'll say it right now. Fuck that fucking reverbed motherfucker. Cousin Brucey. I always, I, what always annoyed me about that motherfucker was there was so much reverb behind his voice every time. I was like, dude, you're not talking from the Batcave. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> this is a guy on the the oldie station in New York City for like forever. Yeah. Anymore. I think he's on satellite now, but yeah. But so you got like a 19 year old kid. First, first week in, in radio making the decisions on who's interesting enough to get on there. And then if you are interesting enough, basically they'll type your, your name, where you're from, and what you want to talk about into the computer. And then from there, that goes to the, the studio where the hosts are talking about, and then you get screened yet again by the hosts. <laughs> or even yeah, the producers, the producers of the show, too. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. not coming. Yeah. yeah, it could go to the producer and then into the studio where then they decide if you get on the air or not. And it also tells them how long you're holding right. as well, which is like a fun little secret. A lot of people probably don't know. They probably know the phone screener thing, but they have a, a clock ticking, <laughs> so they know how long the biggest losers have been holding on. <laughs> <laughs> their fresh meat in the water and the DJs are the sharks because they can fuck around with them because they've been waiting three and a half hours yep. to talk to the big show. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll always do this too. They'll p- they'll pick on the, the people that have been holding the longest. Those are obviously the people that are most susceptible to completely freezing on air. Yeah. Like once that mic comes up and it's like, Mark from uh, Sheboygan, what's going on, Mark? And he's like, oh, 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 I, hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Hello? <laughs> Turn your radio down. Turn your radio Turn down. Turn your radio That's down. down. Back down. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, right. You're on the air. You're on the air. You're on the air. <laughs> Just echoes everywhere. Yeah. And I love how they get their name wrong. It's like, oh, it's Mark? No, man, it's Mike. Well, man, the dude. Uh, well, man, whatever. Yeah, Just go. Well, yeah, just go. <laughs> Well, I was listening to the show, and I, I love the show. First time, you know, first time. First time, right, long what time. What do you want to talk about, man? Oh, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. Right, go. Well, you know, like three weeks ago, you guys were talking about, right. you know, your meningitis. All right, like, thanks a lot. Click. Yeah, before you can even get out of the fucking topic. Dude, sport, you know the worst is sports talk shows. Sports talk shows are the worst uh, with that fucking shit. My favorite is Mike and the Mad Dog, like back in the day oh when... My God. when Mike the, Francis is the worst. Yeah, Mike He's Francis is the guy who's like the afternoon guy on the sports talk station in New York. Oh, yeah. But Mad Dog was the best because he was like, All right, Mike, we got, uh, <laughs> Mike, we got uh, Steve coming up from the, from the Bronx. Steve, what's going on? And he's like, hey, Mike, and the, how's it going? And then <laughs> Mad Dog goes, Steve, <laughs> like, go. <laughs> That's my favorite. Or if they try and compliment, oh, I love you guys, shut up and go. Yeah, Steve. Go. They don't care. They're yeah. so jaded. It's, they've been doing it so long. They mm-hmm. don't care what you want to say. They just need to fill six goddamn hours right. every afternoon. And what's on, worse? On an off day. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like the teams were both off yesterday. Right. Like there's only baseball going on and both teams were off. And what's like, worse? Fill six hours, fatty. <laughs> What's worse, not only are they on the air, but this guy now has his own television show during like the live show. Yeah. It's like it's a television show of him doing yeah. the radio show. Which is could anything be more boring? Oh yeah. one guy God. sitting in front of a microphone all day. Fucking watching grass sits, grow. And he sits in those things like a doctor uses like a, yeah, like a the stethoscope things. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? It's not headphones. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and it's like he's like fuck holding the coke the wrong fat way fuck. because it's not, you know, being sponsored yeah. by him. It's like I know you're drinking a fucking coke, man. <laughs> fuck that fat fuck. We're just going off about, like, screen. That's a good point, though. Here's a story real quick. I got actually got on the Michael K show one time. Nice. Like, I called in. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I fucking was... Oh, let me ask this. How long were you holding? Not very long, actually. Which, <laughs> Three hours? Not very long, which shows me that they have nobody listening. <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, if you get on right away, like, if you call in and you get on right yeah. away, nobody is calling. So yeah. that, just That's away. a show that's going to be off the air in about a week. Yeah, exactly. So I, I got on pretty fast, and... um. The topic was about Alonzo Morning leaving the Nets. Yeah. Was this 20 years ago? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> Jason <laughs> Williams shot him. He had to get a kidney transplant or some shit or whatever. Yeah. So I got on the line and I started yelling about how, you know who she'd be thanking? His cousin who gave him that kidney transplant and gave him half the contract that he got for leaving or whatever. Kay hung up on me in the middle of my rant and he was like, <laughs> and we thank you for that spirited phone call. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so Art, what, what are some of the things that you, you've been wanting to uh, rant about? Well, one of the that things you weren't that, able to yet. Two words: insured contests. Oh, nice, dude. Explain this. Go this ahead. Is, that. These contests. Oh, you can win a hundred thousand dollars of Santa sack green backs or something like that. You know, enter <laughs> online or be Santa color. sack green backs. Some stupid shit like that. Yeah. It's like you think like oh my nationwide God. contest. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a nationwide contest. It's an insured contest, which means like you have to put in these four digits. That are not going to work at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to work. And putting up this stuff on the internet, you have to fill out all the rules. And you saw like the, the huge statistic of how you would never win. People don't yep. look at the rules. But it's just, you can win $100,000 and we're pumping it and pumping it. Like, make sure you go to the webs. No one wins anything. No one wins ever. And it's giving yeah. everybody false sense of hope. You, <laughs> you literally have better chances of hitting the Powerball. Yeah, true. And it's just so annoying. Yeah, you can win. You, you know, you got some holiday cash, man. It's just pumping like you're... We'll pay your bills. Yeah. It's like a hot chick just fucking with the geeks. Oh, yeah, you want to have sex? Okay, we'll have sex. <laughs> Here's a shoulder. Yeah. Want to see any more skin? Yeah. Fucking dial this number. So anytime you hear a radio station giving out oodles of cash, guess what? You're not going to win. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, it's a, it's a nationwide contest. Listen to the fine print. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also love to, anytime, kind of in the same vein, anytime a radio station gives away a, a big valued prize like a car or a ski do or something like that most times nine times out of ten the winner never actually takes the prize yeah they'll just take the money along with the prize yeah, because the which is like one tenth of it right exactly because the because what they don't realize is, is that they may win a car they may win a corvette but guess what they have to pay for the insurance, insurance. On the and the taxes the tax the taxes on the corvette so it's actually costing them money to win a prize which yeah. just never works. In most cases, they'll say, "Fuck the Corvette, uh, just give me the cash." That's yeah. like, yeah. like you said, like a tenth like, of the just, value. Yeah, just give me a hundred bucks. <laughs> right, I'll walk away. Exactly. <laughs> give me a hundred dollars and a t-shirt. Right. Yeah. And, and a, some hand so, sanitizer. Going with the, <laughs> the insured contest. There's also like the <laughs> national contest. The same thing with the money, but it's also like, hey, see Carrie Underwood in Vegas. You know, we're giving you a shot. Guess what? Three thousand other stations across the states are giving you a chance <laughs> to win a Carrie Underwood like VIP package. So suck it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For one one pair of tickets and one like two plane tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You versus the entire country. Right. Or the other thing too is it's always half the prize. Yep. I always love that one too, where it's yeah, we're we're giving you a chance to see, you know, like you said, Carrie Underwood in Vegas. Great. You the prize is the actual tickets. You still have to furnish your way to get there. <laughs> yeah. It's just tickets to get into this concert. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Yeah, well, go buy some play tickets. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> there you go. Do you remember uh Jay Artie Scorsese's half ass trip to Florida? <laughs> yeah, what, what was that? I forget that. <laughs> There was these tickets that we were working with a company that would fly from some shitty airport in New York with a puddle jumper to Florida. And <laughs> they gave out the flight to Florida to the employees. Right. And I put my name in the hat. I'm sure why not? I won the tickets. Right. Even as an employee, I had to jump through hoops, pay oh, like all this oh, stuff. Yeah, I do remember this. And I'm not going to this. And I even asked you guys, right. like, yeah. you guys Orlando, go? right? Yeah, Orlando. Yeah. Like, no. And Jay's like, do you want to give them out on the air? Sure. So we made an old guy that loved baseball cards. And some hippie chick go through the, the feats of strength all around Sussex County to win tickets, <laughs> take their shirts off, eat a bunch of grass. Gr- no, it was mayonnaise, a whole oh, jar mayonnaise. of mayonnaise, yeah, that's right. and stuff yeah. like that. Run 
on the air, like a foot race, and obviously because I'm stupid, I was like, yeah, they're running. Yeah, look at them. They're running. <laughs> they're running. Jay's like, great. You're nice great, job. Great, great, nice play-by-play play right play. there. <laughs> Brent Musburger, you are not. Yeah, because yeah, I think, wasn't it like you had to leave like on a, on a Wednesday night at like midnight, you had to come back Friday at 6 a.m.? Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like you could only use the tickets. You had to wear ludicrous times that no human being would ever want to go. Right, you had to wear full purple. And you sleep with alligators in the hotel. <laughs> Shitty stuff. Okay, and now one of the other things um, is lame ideas. I mean, we could go for miles on this topic, but go. one of the things, obviously, with technology, Twitter, Facebook, <clears throat> people post their own photos. They are their own rock stars now with photos, right? It's like, hey, check me out. I was getting hammered in Vegas, you know? One of the guys at GM at the time says, "Hey, Super Bowl's coming up, man. It's you know, it's uh, it was the Colt. It was this last uh, Super Bowl, Colts and the Saints. Why don't we have a promotion where we have people sending their picks? I'm like, uh, Facebook, Twitter, people are gonna photo, you know, photo bucket. People can do it themselves. Why would they want to send pictures on the radio station? Right. Uh, and then we'll email them the next day where they take pictures the first quarter. Guess what? They're posting during the second quarter. Right. And like, no, it's going to work. I'm like, shit. All right, fine. So I do it. <laughs> and I have to put all this legality of like, you know, if you submit pictures, that means you're giving a, your rights to, you know, have your, you know, face on the station, all yep. that shit. Yep. Guess how many pictures I got? Three. None. Zero. <laughs> None. You got zero pictures. You got less than some. Yeah. I don't know what took more time, me trying to defend that this would not work or me making this promotion on the website. I'm like, really? I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've noticed this just in general, in just jobs in general. With the buzzword now being social networking, whether it's with fucking Twitter or Facebook and everything, everybody wants to get on board. Radio stations, radio stations, same thing. Like, everybody wants to get on board. How can we get a piece of this? How can we do this? Blah, 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 blah. And they go about it the fucking wrong way. And it's nothing but like another spam type of billboard type of you know mass emailing that's just that's just bullshit that is again written by some fucking intern that has nothing else to do or me or you <laughs> dude for a while for a while there jay didn't you have to like i think you wrote like maybe two email blasts right yeah and then like when i got the web position and run up every wednesday i had sent out email blasts i'm like no no you know, it's not spam. I'm like, it's we don't. We're, we're a low market. We're not right. going to have that much stuff. It's like the same thing over and over. And everyone's all the salespeople be like, this is the same thing over and over again. Mm, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you want you? me to do? Uh, I'm very excited that the diner tour is about to begin at our old station once again <laughs> for, the, for the fourth straight year. The yeah. awesome morning show is going to be going out to the local diners. Oh yeah, giggity yeah. giggity fun. I just and it's just like to the point where it's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> And, uh, I don't know. That's... I love when. Um, speaking of, this is something that actually we didn't really we didn't, we kind of touched on, but we didn't really touch on. With that station, they're actually they're actually going to diners and they're actually doing a diner tour. <laughs> but with some stations, they don't actually go to diners. They sit in the fucking uh, booth and they just have. Dine, clink, clink, the, yeah, they clink, have clink. diner ambiance sounds <laughs> hey. of like forks clinking from Groundhog in Day. The yeah, like we did with the fucking Groundhog Day podcast. It's the same thing. Just in the background. Order oh. up. Yeah, right. Yeah, you hear bing on the bell. All of a sudden, like Steve Winwood plays. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got? Okay. Um, I love radio station uh, like imaging and bumpers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, oh. poking fun at each other. The example is Z100, the number one New York hit station, Britney Spears, Rihanna, all that shit they play. Then a new one, K-Rock, got turned over to... Um, 
hit hit now 92, yeah, now 92, 92 3 or something like that and it's always like whatever fuck you like Z100 ours is better and it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's something we didn't touch on and fucking like, station imaging what, like perfect. what are we doing here you're promoting the other station oh shit Z100 plays this type of music too all right, oh, I'll check it I'll out check too. That out. Yeah. yeah, it's like, are you are you are you fucking mad? You don't talk about anybody else. Station call letters. It's dumb. It's like, yeah, you like Rihanna? Guess what? We've got her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? what? But you know what though? <clears throat> Apparently, you're not allowed to talk about other radio stations for fear of cross promoting. Look, if you were putting out a better product, it didn't. You could talk about another station till you're blue in the face. But you're not. <laughs> you're putting out the same fucking thing. New York, uh, New York, right you know now. What? Yeah. Uh, Maybe we shouldn't have just promoted Chris Hardwick's Nerdist podcast. Then. <laughs> Exception to the rule. Podcasting radios are two different breeds. Yes, man. exactly. Yes. In, in podcasting, you always promote somebody better and bigger than yourself in hopes that they will plug you and yep. help you get to their level. Even <laughs> if they sneeze, like, messes is done. Yeah. We're all working together. We're all working together to take down the mighty radio at some point. It's true, man. Five, I give it five years. Once everybody has internet in their car, yep, streaming radio and their internet in their car, it's fucking bye bye for radio. And especially if this, uh, this whatever this new royalty thing gets passed. Oh, oh I hope oh. I hope that goes through. Oh, I hope so too. I hope that Where, goes through because right now radio stations only pay royalties to the people who the publishers or the yeah the publishers the yeah, people who yeah. write the music right. get paid, but the bands don't actually get paid. They don't get shit if they didn't write the music. Yeah, so. So now the bands are like, you know what? It's been what? Fucking 60 years at this point that we've been putting music out and not getting shit from radio for it. If we don't write the music, I want to get paid. So now the proposals out there that radio stations have to pay the bands as well every time they play their shit, which will be so awesome. All right. Speaking of that, insult to injury. With, I have something with that with too. Email, so like with email blasts and this, the whole radio tax thing. I had to send out. It's a- not a tax. Whatever the fuck. Don't it call is. it a tax. It's when they say tax. Performance tax. Whatever. It's yeah. not. A, it's a. It's a. Fee. It's a fee. Oh, it's a fee. It's whatever a they're calling. Like, I'm brainwashed. See, but I had to send out emails to our listeners about saying like, please vote no on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's was propaganda, for, that dude. Was a month. That was a month, man. That's a month straight of email blast. I mean, would you want that? That's fucking straight up propaganda. Yeah. yeah no, you can't. When I was at Clear Channel at Poughkeepsie, we started up a new rock station to go against like the classic rock station that was just lame and old. And we were like the active rock station. Active rock means like you play like the heavier bands. Like you're kind of like the metal station. And we had a classic rock station and an alternative station. The signal was kind of weak and not really in the area as much as these other stations was. It wasn't as strong. So we knew we had to come out of the block, be completely aggressive. So they pretty much gave me and my boss, I I got to be the music director and I was the night guy. And then my boss was uh, the program director. So I was the one programming the music and coming up with all the imaging stuff. And they're like, you guys do whatever you want. Take on any station, make fun of them to their faces, mention them on the air. Anything you want to do, go for it. Awesome. So my boss and I wrote shit like PDH calls themselves the home of rock and roll. And literally the voice guy goes, fuck them. So it was, and then beep them. And then you hear a baby crying. (laughs) And that was the imaging, dude. That was the imaging. I could not even believe that we had that on the air. Wow. It made me cringe. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Every now and then you get a, a station that will take that, you know, like uh, Chris Hardwick said. Every now and then someone will try and take on the big boy. Yeah, and that, that's what we were in. But he's right; it, the, those stations never last. No, <laughs> it's not a station that reaches the beaches; it just reaches some sand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it 
<laughs> reaches the pastures. Yeah. <laughs> reaches gravel. <laughs> Getting back to the performance fee or whatever, I hope that passes just because I can't wait to see all these redundant radio stations just to, to go in the shitter. And that completely would, go in the shitter. That will make two for Tuesdays a oh, week straight because they yeah, only have right. two songs to play. Yeah, right. Exactly. I had an interview recently with a, with a station in the area. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Yeah. First of all, Jay, you yeah. got to drive down here because we haven't. We need an intervention with Mike right now. He's still trying to get into radio. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I've, I think I've completely dropped out, I think. Did you apply for an arts job, Mike? <laughs> no, I did not. Thank God. <laughs> Well, you don't want to send out email blasts? <laughs> no, I don't. Why? You know you love diners. <laughs> I do. I love passing out of them and leaving my phone there. <laughs> Getting a Jersey oh, burger. Oh, oh, Jersey boy. Devil's oh, give me a oh. Oh, boy. Give me a Devil's burger. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm not going to. Oh, Devil's burger. <laughs> Grab that water. Oh, boy. I recently applied for a promotion director position, and um, <laughs> during the interview, like just because I know how... In, in bad shape regular radio is that I don't give a shit now if I go to these <laughs> interviews so I point blank asked them I'm like so if that uh, performance be, fee uh, bill passes how much are you guys gonna lose <laughs> and they're like nice. and th- like the GM this was the GM she kind of looked at me a considerable amount I'm like yeah <laughs> so I go so is this job gonna be around in six months or <laughs> Obviously, I didn't get the job, but then you just go in and say like, "Yeah, so I'm not doing any car dealership remotes." <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, you said that. You did say that. I was that. like, "Guess what? Car dealership remotes don't work, so we're not doing them." That's that was. That didn't was she agree? One. Yeah, she did. She completely agreed, which is great. Well, we need more giant monkeys. Yes, please. Mike, it's totally office spacing his interview. I was. <laughs> you, I love how you're like a woman scorn now with like certain things with radio and TV. When you were looking to get an ESPN, your cover letter was pretty much like, "Fuck you, ESPN." Yeah, yeah. Hire me. <laughs> my cover letter. You know what? I should do. I should totally post that up on the website because I yeah. think everybody would love it. My yes. cover. My cover letter to ESPN was, "Hey, guess what? This isn't going to be much of a cover letter because really, when are they?" That was my first sentence. <laughs> I think something along those lines. So I should really post that up. It's Mel Kiper actually read it during the draft last year. <laughs> it was on the line. It was, yeah. it was during the Raiders pick. He read it. Dude, I, I actually wrote one of those for like a for a writer's job for a morning show. I mean, you know, if you're gonna apply as a joke writer position, you might want to pepper your cover letter with some jokes. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> so it was totally like that, but it actually got me flown out for an interview. Really. I mean, well, in addition to you know the rest of my resume and samples I sent, I would hope. <laughs> I was like, this is the best cover letter I've ever read. Get that boy a plane ticket. Hot dog. Hot dog. Get me your racing form. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty fucking cool, dude. I felt like a rock star. Like, yeah. Where, a, what market was this? This would have been for uh, the guy when Howard Stern left. Opie and Anthony took over the East Coast markets. Adam Carolla took over like the West Coast. And this guy, Rover, took over the Midwest. And he was based out of... Cleveland, but they're about to move them to Chicago and be based out of there. Nice. Wow. And, uh, it, it wasn't enough money. Chicago. It wasn't enough but, money in Chicago? Dude, well, no. It was, it was a weird situation because he like paid everyone on his show like out of his pocket. Like they paid him and he paid everybody. Ew. But, but this job would have been. that? It's like you're getting allowance from a yeah, dad. Seriously, you're getting per diem from a fucking. Well, no, I think <laughs> it's actually smart because he basically owned his show. The station didn't own it. He owned his whole thing so like yeah. everybody worked for him so the station couldn't tell his people what to do or fire his people so basically they hired him and then he hired everyone else and paid him out of that way that was his deal it's actually pretty smart huh 
Yeah, that is that is kind of smart. That way they can't come in and be like, we don't like your sidekick. She's fired. We don't like your producer. He's fired. And then they stick you with whoever they want. So he had his crew. And his deal was that he was in charge of his whole thing. And then they paid for paid him for his whole thing. Here's a question. Is that show still on the air? It is, but it failed in Chicago. <laughs> it's in Anchorage. And, and, and that was that was another part of it. It was money, and I didn't believe in the show. I didn't think it was that good. That was actually the main thing. Well, And I had a kid on the way, and I wasn't about to move to Chicago. Yeah. For a pittance and for a show I didn't believe in, honestly. It wasn't that funny. And I was like, wow, it's no wonder you need a head comedy writer because this shit ain't funny. <laughs> and I, I literally not funny. S- <laughs> I sat the show's not gonna make it. Oh boy. Chicago. It's fucking cold in Chicago. This is play Aerosmith. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, my god. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody was nice and everything. This this isn't very good. Why is this popular? So I basically sat there and AOL instant messaged him jokes as the show was going on. Really? Literally, yeah. Ew. So this is the show. Hey, it's blah, blah, blah. Doodloop. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why the chicken cross the road? Or it's like typing, typing, typing. Oh, that's not the joke. That's not the punchline. I'm just, he's like actually writing out saying typing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the first hour of the show, I wasn't even in the studio with them. I was in like another studio. I am in him and just listening. I'm like, this is bullshit. Went in there in the commercial. I'm like, listen, dude, there's another computer right over there. Like, why can't I just sit there so I can like get the fucking vibe of the show? Yeah. No wonder you guys are failing. <laughs> Seriously. You have your, your writer in another room. Like, I'm sitting here staring at the fucking walls, typing on instant messenger. I could, I do this every Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up early to do this. Type sarcastic remarks into a computer. <laughs> I, I love, uh, you kind of like had a furrowed brow mic when you said, you know, it wasn't that great money in Chicago. People that are on the air and there's certain jobs, you're going to get some good coin. Yeah. Other jobs, like when I was in New York, the number one market, my, my wage wasn't that great. <laughs> For what yeah. I was doing, for what I was commuting, and it just, you just saw like, you know, the morning show crew, the two guys got like, you know, three mil, five mil per year, something like that. And you're just like, really? And yeah. Like, they, like we were saying earlier, they don't do anything. They just walk up, open a mic, and be like, all right, this is it. This is everything that I have written to me, and go. Dude, you were laughing at me while we were driving home from the Cascale Festival because. <laughs> I he, was kind of winding you up. You were that. winding me up. He was goading me with uh, like the whole <laughs> thing about, you know, about Scott and Todd. About about Scott and Todd, go ahead, go into them a little bit. Yeah, Scott and Todd are um, pretty much the uh, 95 PLJ New York City um, morning show, and they've been on. They pretty much adhere to soccer moms. Yeah, KT exactly. Tunstall and Bowling for Soup is pretty much what they play, <laughs> and they just love like, er, the big show. We're gonna give you Carvel ice cream cakes because you love eating ice cream, and it's like boom. And it's just you have a whole bunch of people like the studio and it's they, one of the Scott's always like drunk Todd just cares about his image and his little like you know <laughs> flavor saver drunk, really yeah and they've been in the business for 40 I think they're the longest running morning show in New York City they're and, ridiculous because yeah. they've never offended anybody in their right. whole lives exactly so what, well what about their prank phone calls yeah right we, we've talked about that Do you have about a honeypot on your head <laughs> is your refrigerator running yeah. but, all fake Scott looks like an Easter Island statue. Or Jay, what else? What else does he look like? I forget. You what, did the you did the Photoshop right when I got the job. You're like, here, just give this to him. He might love you, Frankenberry. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Frankenberry, Frankenberry, and right. now his 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 looks are like uh, he does the Zoolander pose. Oh, like he does the, the blue steel. Yeah, the blue steel. Perma <laughs> steel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. right. Side by side, please. For yes. Masters of Nunchuck. Will do, man. And, I, I don't know if I. I mean, you you were like you. 
pretty much photoshopped that pretty quick, like during the show. Like you were doing a, like a live regular. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I'm like, whoa! It's like picture pages right here. It's fucking amazing. And Todd is and Todd is, I'm assuming, thirty years younger than him because I think Scott is, you know, 180. <laughs> um, Todd has also has been in the business forever, and all he, and what he's really big on is the song parodies, uh, which are fucking abysmal. They're they're ridiculous. It's the song parodies about topical humor and hey there oprah why don't you have another twinkie it's like it's like shut up dude you stink (laughs) and he and and uh, opie and anthony always talk about how he shoehorns words into the the sentence syllables don't match yeah Yeah. the syllables don't match with the lines and stuff just fucking awful and these guys have been in the number one radio market in the country for 30 years however the fuck many decades they've been in and what I was telling Art and what Art was cracking up at me about was I hate motherfuckers that just fail their way to the top. They they have not given <laughs> they have not given anything to radio, the, the the industry of radio of any kind of substance over the past three decades, and yet they are they still have a fucking job. And here I sit doing nothing <laughs> in the fucking industry. And we're doing a podcast. We are doing a podcast and I fucking love it. And professionally. Professionally, and I love the fact that we're Sounds getting, good. I love the fact that people actually listen to this fucking horse shit. Because really, it's just me and you and fucking Jay just bullshitting and having a couple of beers. You know what I mean? But these guys get paid point millions. Yes. Blue point beers. Blue Thank point. you for the plug. I love Blue it. point. Blue point hockey. hockey. <laughs> these guys get paid millions for that bullshit. But you know, yeah. I think it's almost showing that they're kind of getting scared of the radio, like how it might be dying. Because I went to uh, a movie theater. And uh, they did a little promotion about quieting cell phones and not being that guy. Scott and Todd did a preview right before the show started. Hey, you ever go to those movies and you hate sitting next to that guy? And they're like, oh, the guy talks on his cell phone. It's so overdramatic, so shitty. Blue Steel is oh, like rocking, yeah. rocking the look. And like, he was uh, talking about this. Yeah. yeah, and Todd was pretty much rocking his... Oh, I got crazy voices. Look at that one. This is ridiculous. And it's funny because I think that radio and movies, the movie theater are getting extinct. So it's shitty that they think that if they're on the movies, they're going to help their career and like promote themselves. <laughs> right. But no one's going to the movies and no one's listening to the radio. Yeah, You're no backed gonna, up the wrong horse, dude. No one's going to go to see Daddy Daycare 3 <laughs> at <laughs> fucking theater. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of ironic. I'm like, all right, cool. You're in a, I see five people in this movie theater. And two people <laughs> hate PLJ, so have fun with that. <laughs> like I said, you're a woman scorned, I'm a woman scorned. Um, we- <laughs> yeah, that's what we were talking about with, with Hardwick, too. Yeah. About how every podcast is just basically <laughs> revenge on... And I said 95%. He's like, I think that's a little low, man. It should be like 99. <laughs> how we talked about, you know, air checks and stuff like that with a program director and how he knows the biz. You're pretty much trying... He's trying to form you into every... Each DJ should be sounding like him. Mm-hmm. Okay, all you gotta do is back sale. Yep. Keep it simple. There you go. By uh, the way, this is totally off topic, but have you guys seen the video of Alex Ovechkin from the Washington Capitals spraying the little Canadian kid holding the flag with his with the ice? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta see that. <laughs> I gotta see that. That's great. Maybe we'll talk- link it up. We'll link it up. Massesadventure.com. Uh, in fact, we gotta have a place for our links. A way to get that, but anyway, we'll do. Maybe Todd uh, will do a song parody on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Hey there, yeah. Alex Ovechkin. Why are you? Oh, sorry, not Dude, talented as him. They had like a pregame, I guess, introducing the the players or whatever. And there's two little kids in Canadian Montreal Canadiens uniforms waving Montreal Canadiens flags. 
And Alex Ovechkin comes flying up and like does the stop short thing and sprays the kid with ice. <laughs> <laughs> totally on purpose. Take that kid. Oh, the kid just looking like <laughs> he sprays this ice in his face. Oh my god. Jay, I got something I, I you're the whole thing. Good. I got something that I want to ask you about because I know you did a lot of production work. Something we didn't really go into in the other two episodes was something we brought up a little bit earlier, and that is station imaging and just the complete and utter horseshit. I talk about shoehorning. Shoehorning sound effects and like bumpers and sweepers and liners. I mean, first of all, it took me a while to even figure out what the difference was between the three because honestly they all sound exactly the fucking same. Yeah. But I just wanted to, I wanted to ask you because you were a little bit more in the production aspect of it of things what that's all about and how that just completely shits on radio. What they call imaging is you know what identifies your station like the station IDs that go in between the songs and whatnot. Our rock music be, is so hardcore, your mother's scared. Yeah, it used to be that uh, you would never play two songs back to back without identifying the station in between. They've kind of given way to that a little bit since the iPods came about because now they're trying to trick you literally into thinking you're listening to your iPod, but you're really listening to their radio. (laughs) I swear to God, was the actual thinking in like playing two songs back to back without something in between. So just to get you to listen longer. But, you know, your your sweepers is, you know, all different crazy sound effects. And then the voice guy going, masters of none and explosions and laser sounds and rewinds and the stops like the... Like the, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lasers. Lasers are big and toilet flushes and all this shit. Yeah, crying and, babies, and, like you said. Jay. Yeah, crying babies. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, the overplayed sound bites from movies that have just been played and over and Family over Guy now. It's all Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And even worse than that, I think, is when you have to do commercials. Because all the commercials are exactly the same horseshit as well. Yep. It's either... Just someone reading copy with a music bed in the background, <laughs> which is, it's lunchtime. Let me just bang this thing out real quick. Here's the copy. <laughs> so true. Here's a, and you have a, and they have a library, like a hundred CDs of different music that sounds exactly like a popular song, but they have to describe in a way that won't infringe on any copyright. <laughs> so you have like, it'll be like the music from You Shook Me All Night Long, be like, dang. Nee, 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 nee. Or that's highway to hell, I guess. Nee, nee, nee. But it'll just be like one chord off. So because mine goes ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and right, goes yeah. ding, 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 yeah, ding. Exactly. And they'll call it like Highway to Heck, and it'll be on like a hard rock <laughs> production CD. So you know, when the client goes, I want something rocking, like some ACDC. You go, all right, yeah, well, and then bloop, you look it up, and and they'll actually list it in the book that tells you where where to find all the music. They'll be like. You want something that sounds like ACDC, go to CD number 12 and play Highway to Heck. And you're like, boop, done, play this, read this, done, mix it down. Here's your commercial, sir. Thanks for your $1,000 for this 30-second piece of shit. Yep. So that that's one kind of commercial you get. The second kind of commercial is uh, is your nightclub commercial. Oh. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing. You just kind of mix and match You know your, your theme night and the... All right, Tuesday night, it's ladies' night. The hottest club every, you know, every club is the hottest club in town. Mm-hmm. The hottest ladies' night around. Everybody's got the hottest ladies' night. And, you know, the, the hottest DJs and all the DJs are not from your town, but they're from the nearest big city. Right. To make it sound even better. It's Straight like, from Cincinnati. Oh, DJ, yeah. <laughs> DJ two times. Yeah. It's LA's hottest trip house DJ. Fuck. <laughs> 
trip DJ, house. And, and it's always like the DJs have the worst thing. Be like, DJ John. So you know there's <laughs> right. no legitimacy. The hottest, what, what did uh, Hardwick call it? Oh, chip rock. The yeah. hottest chip rock <laughs> fucking DJ out there. Did it all the hottest chip rock. DJ Pitfall. <laughs> And the outer uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Be there. <laughs> and every club will have a wet t-shirt contest that'll never happen because there'll only be one entrant and she's like fat and 45 years old. And then, right. Just you know, divorced. They'll just, they'll hey just guys, pretend, this yeah. is where the wet t-shirt contest you win. <laughs> when I win, two Miller Lights have fun. There you yeah. go. Then the radio guy pretend that they never announced a, a wet t-shirt contest and hyped it up on the radio for two weeks because <laughs> nobody showed up. <laughs> what about what about when the client comes in to voice their commercial? Yeah, that was number three. Oh, is nice. the, the the guy who wants to be on the radio so bad, even though he has a massive lisp and fucking <laughs> <laughs> and the worst cadence you've ever heard. So like, sounds like Corky from Life Goes On. Yeah, I'm Robert Smith. Why don't you come down to Smith Honda and buy a Honda, and they'll have some. They'll think he's Honda all Civic. wacky and extreme, and like I'll be like, I know. I know my commercials are crazy. I'll talk about the governor because I'm crazy. <laughs> right. And then I'll make some kind of like Clinton joke. Like, we have interns who give hummers on the lawn. <laughs> and it's like, dude, that was 29 years ago. Like, you're still making that joke. My mom's had a good voice in radio. There's one that I hear now. This guy is totally like that. And I keep meaning every time I hear the commercial to go onto their website and write him this long email about how he's not funny and he should just stop making these commercials and all what his station? references <sighs> you know what it's not sports talk it's not the guy from Hyundai that talks about like everything that's like current events like yeah, yeah. celibate it's a, it's a Hyundai guy yeah yeah, yeah you nailed it Art. yeah that's that guy like... <laughs> sucks <laughs> Wait, he's like I'm gonna try and be like I'm the number three Honda dealer in the world and I'm gonna try and be number one for that I'm gonna go celibate until that happens yeah he's like I'm crazy what? I'll talk about the governor like I'll make fun of of Bill Clinton because I'm crazy and I just want to sell cars. Like, what does that have to do with anything, dude? He used to be a former New York Giant and he'd have, and he'd have Lawrence Taylor not come into the studio to do commercials, but he'd be on his cell phone. Oh, <laughs> I love those. I love. Oh, wait, that Bill, that brings up something else. Bill Bowers or something other. That brings up something else. How about the new? How about the new fucking trend that I can't stand? The fucking radio commercials that sound, that sound like the DJ. That sound like DJ's yeah. coming out of a break. Oh, I've, I've, break. Been, I've I've actually tried to call those lines. Go ahead, Mike. Explain it. It's okay. So you know, obviously the station has gone to commercial. It's completely <laughs> obvious, and it's three commercials in, and you'll hear like some generic again, some kind of. ACDC. It's actually ACBC music playing in the background that sounds kind of like ACDC, and then it fades it's like out a real sixth quick. Grade, like, yeah, class yeah, right. A song. Yeah, it's on. It's on a couple of flutophones, and <laughs> <Recorder>. then yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear like some guy get on the get on the horn, and he's like, "All right, and we'll be back right after this." Hey, did you hear about this new thing? It's awesome. It's about uh, buying yeah, real estate papers, for less. And he rustles papers. Yeah, he rustles papers, and he'll he'll even do the fake. Um, he'll even uh, say like, yeah, um, yeah, like. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's where like, is it? Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Oh, what's that number again? Um, 1-800. Yeah, that number again is. And he'll say it fucking three times. And it's a fucking commercial. Dude. Where? Oh, my God. Where do they Dude. find these? You just wound them up a little more, Jim. Yeah, I, 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 I swear to God, I've literally tried to call these. But people are still so stupid and falling for this that they're actually calling and making the lines busy. Yeah. 
Or they're but interview- I want to call and be like, somebody too about it. It's like, hey, we're with Chet. Chet, what's this new thing about your dick excisor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. More papers start I, rustling. Oh, you know what? Yeah, little papers just. Yeah. Where is that? Oh, here's that. Oh, number. here it is. Oh, oh, one eight hundred. Irma, bring that in. Bring that in. That's our producer. All right, cool. <laughs> so, dude, I've called, and unfortunately, it's always busy. But I'm gonna be like, hey, I just heard the DJ on the radio talking about this thing. It sounds really awesome. Is this, is this like a real deal? Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh yeah, you want to order one? No. <laughs> How fun! Just go off on them. Like, you really think I'm buying that? Is anyone buying that? Right. Go fuck themselves. Oh God! Seriously, and people people are falling for it. That's why we're we're doomed. We're doomed as a fucking society, man. Here's the worst too with people trying to fake out these artists, John Mayer, Goo Goo Dolls, whatever. Before when they try to be like, yeah, the station that plays, you know, the Goo Goo Dolls, like, hey, this is blah 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 from the Goo Goo Dolls. Now it's just like, hey, yeah, 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 it's like John Mayer. Hi, hi, I'm John Mayer. Not even like, like, hi, I'm John Mayer. It's like, hi, John Mayer. Kobe Calais, hello. So it's like they're just taking yeah, snippets yeah, yeah. from another DJ. Another oh, yeah, station. yeah. Wow, That's another thing they use in the imaging. Oh, yeah. It wants to sound like all these artists like actually it hooked up with their station. So they'll just have the generic clips that they send out on the prep services. You know, hey, it's John Mayer. Hey, it's you know, Rihanna. And then they'll actually have one artist who actually came who's like way lower than all the rest. Yeah. Who actually did come to their radio station and be like, hey, I'm uh, P. Diddy's fucking bag baggage boy <laughs> you're listening to this station by the way we totally fucking forgot about this but it's a perfect segue into doing it all right okay so actually this... wait, wait we got someone on we got someone on skype calling in we do oh we got another interview yeah yeah we do hold on. oh wait. awesome hold on a second idea. hey the, oh oh my god look who's fucking calling i can't in. believe it worked man. i can't, I can't believe, believe this actually working our set this up weeks ago yeah and this is Delicious. actually working it's Can we it's... play mystery guest you want yes. to do mystery yeah, definitely. yeah right hold on um can uh, the person online say hey? Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt on the line right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I was going to guess her. I can't <laughs> believe it. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Jennifer Love Hewitt, we, we asked you we asked you to be on here. You know, we, we, we know you just published your first book. So yeah. how's it going? How's it going? I love books. <laughs> I'm reading a book right now. Her book is titled The Day I Shot Cupid. I, I know I have it here somewhere. Um, it's you, um. You got um. It's um. Yeah, it's the day I shot Cupid. So, so Jennifer, I got some. I got a question for you. Um, will humanity ever get to the point, dating wise, when men understand women and vice versa? What oh God, come on. I mean, what do you think? Seriously, you have a, you have an answer, Jennifer? No. Oh. Oh hi. People <laughs> will always be on different wavelengths, and that's what makes it exciting and um, keeps men and women intrigued by each other for wow. for mm-hmm. a long yeah. time. Um, it also keeps us frustrated, but I think that it's it's part of the charm. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, you know, the, your the, boobs are a part boy. of my charm. Yes, uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Did did I ever tell you that ever since I was 19 years old, I want to stick a finger up your ass? Did I ever tell you that? Um, you know, speaking of your book, the book is written, of course, from a woman's perspective and is intended for women shocking. to read. You know, shocking. Shocking. But, I, you know, I bet a lot of guys will want to read it, seeing what's going on inside their heads. You know, what do you think about oh. that? Yeah, I think they should. And I also think that it's important. I, I tried really, really <laughs> hard um, because I, I, I am very much for the guy and, and feel like women are very um, complicated people and, and the guys do have a lot to deal with and sort of figuring us out. I tried very much to make the book um, pro-guy, um, unlike other dating books, which sort of bash the guy. Um, I, I don't so want to I listen to anything that, that you fucking say right now. Out of it. Listen, so this is boring. How big, how boring. big, 
how big exactly is your ass? Can I can I ask that? <laughs> All right, I'm stopping. I'm All stopping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, people. That's how radio really works. Yeah, that is how radio really works. That is a, that is a uh, a pre-typed out fucking interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt that is just sent all over to anywhere in these prep services where you can actually get the questions sent ahead of time. You can reword them kind of. You can kind of fit them to your vernacular a little bit, but you get the same canned answers that fit the interview. So anytime you hear, hey, we got an interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah, guess what? You might not. They you know, might not have and, an interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt. And what really pisses me off is yeah. I'm using like my fingers as quotes. I used to be a producer for Jay's show, and I right. try to get interviews. Like I, when we had the interviews, Kevin Smith, Terrell Owens, that was really them, and that was straight the up. Them. Yeah. And when I would see people, oh, we have this person and this person. Now I'm questioning. It's like, are these fuckers? Like, do they really get them? Do they yeah. really get them? Yeah. Or what's going on, man? Yeah. Here on this podcast, and also on the Ganoxen Show podcast, you can always bet that we are <laughs> definitely getting the actual people because we're not. Getting fucking, we're, we're not getting pre-recorded answers from bloggers. Yeah. <laughs> Half the time they're like, "Hey, I'm picking up a pizza. You get, you guys want to, you guys want in on this?" Hey, I'm traveling. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I gotta pack while we talk about this. Is that if cool? Here's kids eating in the background and the Yankees game on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's packing. At the- as that one, yeah. He's like, oh, I gotta go somewhere. My girlfriend's pissed, man. We gotta beat the storm. It's like, thanks, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. You hear like zippers? Are you in the bathroom or are you in the bedroom? Freaking me out. Oh, I love it. Uh, I think with that, man, we should wrap it up. Yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Stay tuned tomorrow. We have a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars. It's Artie's Earth Day giveaway. <laughs> Put yourself a trip around the earth. That's right, a trip around the earth. Buzz Aldrin's your co-pilot. Second place, a brand new globe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a good place to stop. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Art, for coming on finally for the radio, how radio really works. Pop yes. my cherry. I was so excited for you to be on this. Honestly, I brought some good stuff. Oh, you did, man. I love it. I love it. So. Thank you Thanks very much, to, uh, everybody, for listening. Thank thanks you. Thanks to Chris Hardwick. Check yes. out Nerdist.com, the Nerdist podcast, and uh, Web Soup on G4. Thanks to Blue Point for the fine brew. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And thanks we'll to be... Jennifer Love Hewitt, of course, for yes. taking that out her busy schedule. <laughs> and if you really want really advice on men <laughs> and women, go to bachelorguy.com. Oh. Fact, Jennifer Love Hewitt has a podcast coming out next week, so check that out. <laughs> she does. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll instantly get more hits than we get. Yep. And we'll hate her just the same. Yep. So thank you very much, guys, uh, for listening to Masters of None for Art. You. And Jay. You. Yeah. I'm Mike Theo. <laughs> For bonus material and to get in touch with Mike J and Art on the forum, Twitter, Facebook, and email, go to mastersofnoneshow.com. Masters of None is a production of simplysyndicated.com, 21st Century Media, and sponsored by Ganoxen.com. Sports, girls, humor, media, gadgets, and beer stuff for guys. The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Every summer he sits there trying to win that radio show. Every summer he loses a little bit more of his mind. Am I on the air? Come on, give me a Am I speaking English? What did I just say, dipshit?